Hello? Oh, okay. Um, thank you for that presentation, Michael. As a board member for Metro, I have been incredibly impressed with what has been accomplished um, in the past couple of years under your leadership. It is, it is truly, um, as you say, it's truly transformed what has been happening at Metro and what we could be doing at Metro and when we have the support. Um, I do just briefly feel the need to, to respond to some of the comments with respect to Johnson, because you're correct, there isn't a pass for gas or registration, which is all the more reason, in my opinion, to give those who needed a pass for a transit system that provides them with an alternative to having to pay for that gas and registration costs. And there is discussions in my household right now into going into a one-car household because of the potential bus system improvements um, that are being discussed today. Um, my husband and I have considered that in the next year we can get rid of one of the two cars that we have because of the improved bus system. And I want to share also um, that, yeah, there's there's a lot of projects with a lot of need, and and Metro is one of them, and the roads and, and others. And um, I think it's important to note that SB 125 specifically is for transit systems, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I wanted to share that information first. Um, and then just once again, thank you to all of the staff at Metro, to the operators, uh, to those who are working to become operators. And, and again, just Michael, this is very exciting. Um, I can't wait to see what the, the next uh, few years bring us. I think that has this has implications not just for transit and transportation, but as previously mentioned in housing and housing development and what that means for our county as well, for job creation and economic um, prosperity here. Um, so I'm I'm just thankful for, for what you've shared and I'll save the rest of my comments for uh, our, our next day. Thank you, Vice Chair Brown. Commissioner Hernandez. Thank you. So first of all, I wanna commend um, the Metro, Michael Tree and all the drivers as well uh, for moving forward on all, all the um, ambitious goals that you have and moving forward with those and meeting a lot of them and also something that wasn't mentioned is uh, your guys' uh, ability to move forward in seeking grants. Um, I think that that's really important for things like you just mentioned about uh, the free fare for all programs, but also prior to that, uh, when you guys allowed students to ride for free, I think that that was something really important for South County uh, to, you know, for students to ride for free. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, it, it, you know, one of the things that I'm really impressed is, you know, moving that you guys are also moving beyond transportation into the realm of what cities and counties do and building affordable housing and in essence, just creating your own ridership by by building transit oriented development. And so I'm really impressed, you know, and you guys seeking the grants to do that. It's really forward thinking everything that you guys are doing. So thank you. I commend you guys and applaud every all the work you guys are doing. Thank you, Commissioner Hernandez. Commissioner Montesino. Yes, you know, um, I represent the city of Watsonville. And for the city of Watsonville, a lot of uh, our, our communities are transit dependent. And, and what we need to say, this plan calls to, you know, the, the, not just cater to the transit dependent, but the, to encompass everyone in the community. So it's a game changer for, uh, for just my community where we don't have to be locked in in the highway all the time. These are the transportation endeavors that we should be taking. These are the, you know, cause the, the rail trails a nice concept, but I'm not going to ride a, a bike from Watsonville to Santa Cruz to get a job. So, you know, and this is a, a game changer in, in our community to be able to 
try to move community from that space. I just I had a meeting with a developer that looking at this 15-minute service is going to pre, pre, uh, provide him the opportunity to find a grant to build affordable uh, another affordable housing project just in the downtown. So it just it just calls out to the community, calls out to the housing opportunities that we desperately need every city. So I mean, this is this is what the transportation needs in our community. So thank you, thank you, Commissioner Montesino. Mr. Kalantar Johnson. Thank you. Um, I'm not normally here. I'm here as an alternate for the Santa Cruz Metro and serve as the current chair of the Metro. I want to thank you, Mr. Tree, for the presentation and thank all of you for being here and showing your support. Um, appreciate the questions, Commissioner Johnson. Um, I think they're important ones as we make these decisions. Um, I do want to just highlight the youth cruise free that Commissioner, um, uh, Commissioner Hernandez, I think, spoke to. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know that we've seen in the short amount of time, less than a year that we've had this pilot project, that we have seen increased ridership. Um, so those are good questions. Those are questions that I think we will be able to answer with our small pilot of Youth Cruise Free and what other communities have done. Um, and I'll just say, you know, I have, I have a 15 and a half year old. He has a permit. Watch out, everyone. But with, <laughs> with very little interest in um, getting in a car. And I think it's an opportunity, we have an opportunity right now to really shift the culture of the next set of car dependent people like myself, I'll admit it, I'm car dependent and haven't consistently ridden the bus since I was in grad school and had to commute over the Highway 17. Um, so we have an opportunity here to shift the culture, shift our operations to be world-class and shift the culture so that the next generation, like my 15 and a half year old son, isn't that eager to hop in a car. So. Thank you for the presentation and um, thank you for the work. Yeah, just to follow up the uh, the ridership increase, uh, Chair Koenig is 400% uh, for the youth who have taken advantage of the youth cruise free. Thank you. Commissioner Quinn. Terrific presentation, thank you. You have my support today. Um, but there was one thing missing from the presentation that I'm curious about. Could, Commissioner Quinn, could you just lean into the microphone a little bit more so the folks yeah, on terrific report. Thank you very much. You have my support today. Missing from the presentation, though, was the question of economic sustainability. Given the expansion of services, given the fact you're going fare free, given the willingness of taxpayers to pay more taxes, and given how intensely competitive these funds are, are we confident that your plan is going to have economic sustainability? So that's a really good question. It is a three-year pilot. And I will tell you that uh, community leaders, including uh, Mayor uh, Fred Keeley, have uh, started assembling community leaders and community opinion leaders to basically talk about Metro and talk about how to advance the pilot into a permanent status beyond uh, the three-year pilot project. So. I think there's a whole portfolio that would go into the ability for Metro to keep it going. Uh, I'm a risk taker, but I'm a very calculated risk taker. And I think from a public perspective, uh, guarding the uh, public funds, I think you have a very good chance with a, uh, an investment from the local community, but also an investment from the state and the federal government uh, to make that pilot become permanent, uh, make it a reality after the three years. Uh, your state and your federal government have really noticed what uh, Santa Cruz County has been up to with the metro system. 
And just to give you an example, in the last 18 months, there have been $113 million of investment in Metro from the state and the federal government. So it just gives you an idea that they recognize the value of public transit and they want to reward communities who are thinking beyond just a simple basic system, but they're rewarding communities that want to make their public transit livable. But yes, it will it will include additional investments uh, to keep that pilot going. But uh, you have great community leaders working on it behind the scenes who are optimistic. Thank you, Commissioner Quinn. Mr. Schifrin. Follow up on that and ask about uh, what the cost of I think it's very exciting to have a 15 minute um, system and it will make a difference. I think it's. You know, it's unclear how much of a difference it will make. Um, I remember when the sales tax was passed in 1978. You know, how many people here do remember that? Um, but it was going to be transformative. And it was transformative in terms of uh, the ability of people to ride buses that they never had before. It made a big difference. But in terms of long-term ridership, as I understand it, uh, the modal share at this time is about 3%. 3% of the rides, um, doubling that, which is what you're proposing for two years, will make it 6%. I think it's very desirable. It's an important program, but it's, my guess, my question is, what is it going to cost to do that? Um, I assume that the pilot is being paid from one-time funding, and is that one-time funding for the three years? Is it for the one year? Uh, could you talk a little bit about how much it's going to cost to do this? Because it's a, you know, it's a significant cost that makes a significant difference, and it certainly would be desirable. But the community already makes a pretty strong contribution to the transit system, and um, just like to get a sense of how much more of a contribution is going to be asked for. Yeah. Well, the the pilot project um, comes right out at $32 million for the three years. And that is exactly the dollar amount that's being recommended by your staff in your next agenda item. So that gives you an order of magnitude as to the incremental increase between what we're uh, providing today and what the cost would be, uh, you know, during the pilot and after the pilot. Um, you know, I'd be remiss to say that, um, again, a healthy community includes lots of different transportation options. And if you looked at the uh, subsidies of your roadways really in detail, you would probably notice that they are probably a lot more than you have even uh, begun to envision for public transit in the area. But uh, I would be remiss. Uh, Metro is on board with supporting all transportation options, including the car. It's not our job to try and tell people to get out of their car. We want to provide great options where they feel free and feel excited to get out of their car and, and provide benefits to the community that we've been talking about. And this, uh, quite frankly, uh, this project is uh, what the state and the feds will want to see as you contemplate moving forward with rail in the future. This is an early ridership builder exercise for the ridership potential on a passenger rail system. Without this project, uh, I would be uh, I would be a lot less confident that you're going to move forward with other transportation options in your community that will take significant investment, not only at the local, the state, but the federal level. So 
Uh, the answer to your question, though, is 32 million over three years and that that would continue beyond. And I think that's where your community leaders figure that between state, federal and some local investment, they can make that happen. I'm glad you mentioned rail because I really see see the potential of rail as a part of the uh, public transit system in the long run. And I think this is a really desirable increase in uh, an important improvement in the short run. But I am concerned about it undermining the ability of a longer run option that would also be very beneficial to public transit. So um, I appreciate your answer. I'm getting it's about $12 million a year to run this program. And yeah. um, you know, it's a, it's a significant increase in certainly the amount of local, annual local funding that's going on. Um, we'll have a pilot that maybe we'll have some good data on whether it's really achieved the goals that you have. And I think that will be really important in, um, in justifying the continued funding of it over time. So I am supportive of the program. As you know, I'm a little concerned about sort of how it is, how the funding is being distributed at this point. So. We'll talk about that at the next item. Thank you, Commissioner Schifrin. Commissioner Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was a great presentation. I just had one quick question uh, for the fare free program. Is that designed to be just for the three years or is, is your plan to have that be an ongoing aspect of Metro moving forward past the trial? Well, given my past experience with fare free and explosive ridership that happens when you when you have fare free environment, um, I think uh, I think my end goal and the end goal of the board and the community would be to continue fare free if it shows the same type of reaction that I've seen with it in the past. I think Santa Cruz County is very progressive, and there are a lot of people who would enjoy great transportation options. And when you take out the hurdle of fumbling for a dollar, trying to find where you left your transit pass, people just, it's an expression of freedom. Get out and ride and enjoy the system. And so I think the goal of the community would be to keep it, but we're running it as a pilot to make sure that the results uh, can be talked about. And then, uh, you know, we can go from there. Great. Thank you. That's very exciting. Yep. Pearson, Commissioner Quinn. I hate to pile on, but. I would love to see a sensitivity analysis on ridership versus fare. And I'm in healthcare. We do the same thing about barriers to care. And there is a tipping point where people are, but it's not zero. And so I think it's worth doing, if nothing else, just doing the math in your head, $12 million a year and 8 million riders, that's a buck 50 a ride. Um, so I think it will be important to integrate a fare sensitivity analysis. Thank you, Commissioner Quinn, Commissioner Sandy Brown. Thank you, Chair, uh, and thank you, Mr. Tree, for the presentation. It's an incredible vision you have. It's it's wonderful to see uh, so many people who um, you know work for this organization who really believe in the vision, and um, I don't doubt that you're going to do great things. Um, and um, I I just wanted to respond very quickly because people are asking this question. You know, do we have is there peer peer reviewed material? sensitivity analysis and Mr. Tree you mentioned your your own experience um, there is significant um, I just uh, use my uh, 
a search for um, some of the, my favorite uh, planning journals that I use, and there's significant material showing, I mean, study after study and aggregate studies of hundreds of transit districts um, that there is a positive correlation, sometimes very significant, uh, between uh, free fares and increased ridership, um, almost as close in, in one of the studies I just looked at as um, the increased uh, time, the headways. So, um, you know, it depends on the community, but and this this study aggregates for small and large communities. So I just wanted to share that, um, that the data seems to uh, really support um, what you're saying. And, um, you know, Santa Cruz obviously is unique. We all, <laughs> you know, we are unique. Um, but I think that that experience suggests, um, you know, positive uh, potential there. Thank you, Commissioner Andy Brown. I see no other questions. I, I, well, I actually have a question for you, Michael, um, which is when we've talked about this, but the budget for this program at the Metro board, um, it, we were you know, obviously this whole improvement uh, with the wave service will greatly help UCSC students. Um, I have lots of UCSC students that live in district one throughout Live Oak and SoCal and being able to take a direct route up to university will be a, a huge improvement. Um, and I know that we'd also hope that UCSC will kick in some funding for this expanded surface. Um, is, you know, how much are we dependent on their contributions uh, or not in order to roll out these three 15 minute headways bear free for the next three years? Yeah, um, so the university is excited uh, for the, the new service, the wave service. And um, I would characterize our discussions as optimistic in the potential for the university to help financially uh, towards the, uh, the the changes. Um, we haven't exactly hammered out all of the uh, details yet. It's a it's ongoing. Um, I'll be totally honest with you. What you see as a recommendation in your next agenda item includes money for rail, which we were supportive of, but it is the contingency on the new wave, the uh, the wave service. And so the hope is that the uh, university will replenish the contingency to give us a more comfortable operating uh, budget to work with. Again, I wouldn't wanna throw out a dollar and cents uh, figure that we're working with with the university because the conversations are very fluid, but I'm very optimistic that there'll be a partner on this and that they can replenish the $2 million and perhaps even a little more to just give us some operational uh, flexibility as we move forward during the three-year pilot project. Right. Um, but I guess the core of my question is, will we'll be able to move forward uh, with this service, with or without the university's participation. So That's correct. It will take a lot of great management to keep the budget dialed in during the three-year pilot. Um, so we can, and uh, uh, but we're looking for a robust partnership from the, the university, and I'm not seeing any signs that would indicate they'd want to do otherwise. Obviously hopeful that they will contribute as well. Um, I'll just add that I'm extremely supportive of this program. I think it might actually be the effort that I am most excited about in our public sector today, all our public sector projects. First of all, uh, with the Youth Ride Free program, I think uh, I hear from more happy parents about this program than any other policy initiative I've, I've worked on. 
uh, folks who come up and say, thank you so much for implementing this service. It has liberated me from having to drive my kids around town. Uh, they're just, you know, see a mom, I'm off to the boardwalk or, uh, you know, off to, off to my job, off to hang out with my friends. And, you know, to this question about, you know, is it worth the $1.50? Is it worth the $2? Uh, the response I'm hearing is absolutely yes. I mean, first of all, we see in the data 400% increase. You can't make those numbers up. Uh, and feedback, again, that I'm hearing is, you know, I used to have to scrounge around for change in the morning for that fare for the bus. And if we couldn't find it, if we were short, I was driving my kids to, to school or to wherever. And now that it's fare free, I know dependably that they can take the bus every single day. And when we look at what increases ridership, it's people choose the transportation option that is the fastest or the cheapest or the most fun. Thank you, drivers and drivers in training, because you are the fun part, uh, <laughs> as you heard. And, um, and we'll, you know, this will certainly make it the cheapest option out there. Um, that's really exciting, too, because, I mean, we do need to ultimately compete with the private automobile. Uh, and this will definitely make riding the bus the cheapest option. But it will also, in many cases, make it faster, or if not, the fastest option as well, because now you won't have to worry about parking on both ends. And rather than, you know, having a, a system where you're not quite sure when the next bus is coming, um, there's... You know, you know, there's one coming in at least the next 15 minutes on these major routes. And uh, that if you just walk out to the corner, you'll be able to catch one with uh, no change in your pocket and boarding front or back door. I think that's the other thing that wasn't really touched on with the advantages of fare free is that you will now can board the bus front and back. And uh, that is a significant time saving for everyone and makes this whole system more dependable. But it's, it's not uh, that's, it doesn't end there. As was mentioned by Commissioner Montesino, the really transformative part of this is how it unlocks affordable housing. In my very own district, I think one of the most significant sites, 41st and SoCal Drive, when I took office, uh, we were talking about making that into a car dealership. And now, thanks to this project, it could become a 100% affordable housing project instead. I think that's exactly the kind of transformation that our community needs, and it's made possible by this reimagined Metro project. Furthermore, uh, as was mentioned, we've received $113 million in state and federal investment, and we'll soon have the largest fleet of hydrogen buses in the nation. I think we owe it to the state and the whole country to show that we can fill them, because that is just going to build on the excitement of what this kind of a program can do for every community. So uh, I'm, if you can't tell, really excited about this program and uh, let's get on to a vote to fund it. So, uh, well, actually, I do believe we need